the mystery is unsolved as yet. They didn't mention it this week. Who put the hit out on Brett? Every rose. Yes, Michaels. But maybe we'll get to know next week. We certainly got the second bit of the Big Swall interview this week. And I, of course, was thinking it may be him because they ended it with there's only so much one man can take. But he carried on this week. It was well done because he carried on with, but I'm just going to get up, get to the gym, work harder, and I'll come back even better than ever. Okay, so maybe it's not him. And I'm glad, really, because I happen to like Big Swall. Dustin, Justin Cole, not Dustin Cole, Justin Cole. We are fellow Clutch fans, for instance. One zero 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 one 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 zero one zero one. He'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, this week was rather good. There's a lot going on. And when you've got things going on, it just seems as though it has an impetus of its own. Yeah. It seems natural. It seems as if they're not even having to try. Although I know they're really working hard at this and really achieving. Tumor is out first because he's going to be fighting Madge Kruger, or as I would say, Madge Kruger, later on. Now, let me just say, it's not a spoiler alert, but that match in the main event is really good. Anyway, he comes out and does his sure enough thing. He wants the Wrestle Center to do the sure enough thing with him as well. And they do. Really good. He gives a sort of semi-religious promo, which adds gravitas to that stuff. And he's really doing well with his promos. So, first of all, we've got Meklikov. That will be Norman Meklikov with Matt Williamson. Wilkerson. Anyway, Matt, what's his name? Remember his his last name, even though I didn't. Versus Trace Hunt, who's got Austin Lane with him. Now, it's near the 4th of July, so it's not surprising that we're having Norman, not Nikolai. Oh no, not Nikolai. Norman Meklikov, who's of course Russian, versus Trace Hunt, who's all American. He is an all American. Not exactly like that, but you see what I mean. So it's not surprising, and I didn't mind it too much. Me being in the UK, of course. Now, Meklikov took control early on. Trace came off the top, and um, he was supposed to be, I think, I think held by, by Norman. He dropped him. But he had the presence of mind, which was great, really, to just work on the leg. And once he worked on the leg a bit and cranked it about a bit, he got handed the the Russian flag from Matt. Matt, what's his what's his name? And um, and stood in centre ring, giving us that flag waving, which which of course the crowd hated. Yes, he hit a huge axe kick as well. I mean, it was meaty. It was meaty as a butcher shop window. I'll tell you that. Then he, he brought in the chair, and we got the usual deal where he hits the chair um, towards Trace Hunt. Trace Hunt um, avoids it. It hits the top rope and slaps back in his face. We've seen that so often. It's a well-worn trope. We enjoy it. Makes that person look foolish. And there you go. Trace Hunt then got him up. And he's a big guy, Meklikov, on his shoulders for the DVD, the death Valley driver. But Matt's on the apron. However, Austin Lane's not having any of that. And he stops him. Trace hits his rather poor diving headbutt, I think. Doesn't look great for the pin. However, there's extras after this because you've got Matt with Hunt on one side and then B 
be, uh, you know, in front of him, and then behind him you've got Austin Lane, and he's doing some great facial expressions. He's behind me, isn't he? That's great. Matt slaps Austin Lane. You don't do that to the best of the best, because from nap time to dinner time, he's great. The best of the best, as we just said. Yeah. Now, Austin wants to pile drive him, but he's told by Trace Hunt, don't do that. You'll be suspended. He does it anyway. And as Dustin said, I reckon it felt good. So he will be suspended. He then realises what he's done. Can't believe it. But, you know, it's been building. So it's really natural that he would do that. Really good angle, this. Now, the Hollywood clique are out. With Jimmy Blaylock, who's got a problem with Derek King. Why doesn't Memphis Wrestling do something about that gentleman? Well, I can understand what he's saying, because Derek has interfered in a few of their matches. And he announces a new tag team coming in. I thought it might be the LA Hustlers. But it's the etiquette of the elements of wrestling. Not the etiquette of wrestling. That's a different team. The elements of wrestling. Ryan Piles and um, and Colton Cage are out. Yeah, they're in the Hollywood clique now. And actually, they do fit well with the clique. It's very good. So we're going to get the elements versus Country Rock. But first, that Sonic Grilled Cheese Double Burger is as good as it sounds. But it appears to be on some kind of toast. Which is interesting. Anyway, back in the ring, we've got some good double team uh, country rock stuff to the back elbow. They do that really well. Ryan Piles hits some knees standing. Just like sort of knee lifts, standing knee lifts, but they're really nasty. Right into the bread basket. Then, of course, Jimmy Blaylock gets involved on the outside. I think he's just seeing how Carter Matthews is. And it looks like he's choking him, but I'm sure he's not. Then there's a very nice Carter Matthews spinning kick. And a Superman punch to the LA Hustlers, to uh, to Brandon. But then he gets, he tries again to Brandon's partner. And I can't remember what his name is. It always, it always escapes me, that name. Anyway, he gets, cry, or rather, choked on the top rope. And you've got um, the double rolling slam. It's very nice, actually. It's like the magic killer, only a little bit better, it looks like, for the pin. It was okay. That's very nice, actually. And then we've got Cassandra Golden backstage talking about her upcoming match. And she looks and sounds from the promo like a really big baby face. Yeah, everything's great. And she had the title in her hand, but she's not going to win it that way. But she's getting there. Really nice baby face promo. Very good. And then you've got Cassandra Golden versus Nyx. I like the queen of the night. And I like Cassandra Golden as well. Early on, she hits a bear hog, does Golden, drives her into the buckle, sidewalk slam with authority, but Nix comes back with a big DDT and a code breaker. And speaking of DDT, here she is. She can't leave it alone. She enters the ring, attacks them both. Then she puts, she brings both of them in the double DDT position. They fight out of that. She has to bail, but she seems very happy to have got the upper hand. And quite right, because the clique need to make a bit more fuss, I reckon. Now, Adam Priest versus DNA. And DNA has that contract thing. He's got Adam Priest's name on it. I don't know who's taken out the contract, but there you go. Adam Priest should be squash fodder here for DNA, but he's not. There's some really good mat wrestling to begin with. He has some great big chops, a nice STF. And DNA gets to the ropes. 
eventually, there's a great priest slingshot crossbody. Things are going really well. Then Brandon Espinosa comes out. Nice beard, mate. Very nice. And then we've got a lovely float over DDT by DLA for the pin. It was a thing of beauty. It was lovely. It was smooth. Brandon's in. There's a handshake. Hands him a contract. What does it say on it? Memphis Wrestling. They're going to take out all of Memphis Wrestling. Yeah. Well, it'll be difficult, but uh, if any team can do it, Espinosa and DNA could be. They're talking about dysfunction because, of course, they've got a tag team. Brandon Espinosa is in a tag team with the same name in OVW, and that's been good. So we're maybe going to get that in Memphis Wrestling, and I, for one, would like that. Right, here's something I wanted to see. Phew, finally, two weeks in, we've got Brad and Uncle Mikey out to look for where Briar is. They bring out um, little posters with hashtag free Briar on there. Hashtag free Briar. And, um, and they're saying that, yes, they know that he's with the posse. And they talk about, we have a chance for a tag team championship. Brad comes over and, and, and does this bit of the chat. It's not entirely distinct to what they're asking for, but I think the basic feel is we've got a tag team championship match against the posse. We'll give it up if they come out and we can have Briar back. So what they do is they come out, Briar's not there. Maybe he's at home, I don't know. He might be in the trunk of the car still. I've no idea. But he's not there and they said, okay, we'll give you a match. If you win, you get Briar back. And if we win, he joins the posse completely and you can't have him back as your brother or your cousin now they give them the opportunity and Brad is thinking about whether do I do I want to say yes to this and forfeit the chance to win the titles or do I prefer my brother Mikey says well Dustin first I can't believe you're thinking about this Uh, and Mikey says come on it's your it's your brother yeah all right we'll do it that was a really nice moment and it's really nice that you don't just get the kind of the kind of wholemeal baby face. What you get is, well, actually, I've got to think about this. That's really good. It adds layers to the skimmer horns, which they didn't have before. I can't wait for that match. That's going to be great. I can't imagine the posse will lose, but you never know. And your main event. And it's a good one. Two big blokes who don't half throw themselves around the ring. And it goes about seven or eight minutes. And I thought, that doesn't seem very much. But for the amount of action, it's a long time. Right from the first bell, well, even before the bell, they're getting into it. Tuma puts Kruger down with an enziguri. But Kruger comes down with a big boot, puts Tuma down, as Dustin says. Have you ever seen that happen to Tuma before? I don't think so, actually. There is a nice moment when Tuma helps him that's Kruger, by jumping up into his arms, really. And Kruger sort of throws him down with a kind of slam. There are some great tumor kicks, a spinning kick, but Kruger's still up, gets him over the top with the clothesline, lands on his feet. Tumor thinks, I'll dive through the ropes. Gets a smack in the face for good measure. It's very nice, actually. They both exchange suplexes. They get each other up. Then Kruger gets... Tuma up in a, a rather low choke slam, but Tuma's a big boy. Then gets it. Tuma gets him up, but he can't really plant him for the spine buster. Does take quite a lot out of him, I think, and that's fair enough. 
because Kruger's a big lad as well, but he does get him up there. Then Tuma pops up after Kruger thinks he's got him. Second choke slam. Tuma kicks out. And then Tuma hits the spear and does get him right up for the big bang. That's impressive for the pin. And at the end, he wants to do his shorn off. He wants the music cut off so he can do the shorn off in the Wrestle Center. And you know what? Fair enough. Because that was a great match. These are two big blokes. It worked really well. And this was a great episode of Memphis Wrestling. But you know what? It usually is. And when you've got it going on, it just seems like it's just going to continue. And you don't even need to book it. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of good booking. Well done, Dustin. Well done, Maria. Well done, all the wrestlers at Memphis. It's continuing to be excellent. Ta-ta. Thank you.